happening, everyone? Welcome in to the Final Score podcast. A uh, big show this week as we not only talk about uh, the big state final between uh, Ligonor and Oakdale, uh, but we also welcome back to the program Rob Havenstein, uh, the starting right tackle for the Los Angeles Rams, a uh, Ligonor graduate. Uh, the Rams are in Baltimore this week, uh, sort of a homecoming game for Rob as he gets to play in the shadow of his backyard uh, in Mount Airy uh, f- for the Rams. Rob's now a nine-year veteran in the NFL uh, when the average uh, length of a career in the league is about 3.3 years uh, with, with some variance by position. So Rob's been doing this for a long time. And we'll ask him about that longevity. How, how has he been able to stay in a league uh, that has a generally short lifespan uh, for so long and, and played at such a high level? Uh, uh, we'll talk to Rob about that in the, in the Ram season and just uh, the, the, the chance to play um, at home in, in front of friends and family uh, at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore on Sunday. Uh, but first, uh, we, we uh, break down... The Oakdale-Laganor uh, game uh, won by Oakdale, uh, 42-35, a uh, bit of a shootout. And uh, to help me do it are uh, my colleagues here at the uh, Frederick News Post, uh, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon. Guys, welcome. And Alexander, you were there. It was uh, sort of a weird setting because uh, we, we, we had fog uh, uh, roll in on, on Saturday down in Annapolis, and it, it made for an unusual start to the game, for sure. I mean, when when I walked into the stadium, and like when you walk into Navy, you sort of walk onto the concourse that looks down on the field, and I could not see the field from where, from where I was standing, which was maybe what fifteen twenty rows up from 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 the from the turf. Uh, so that 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 could have been a very major complicating factor but fortunately the fog the fog didn't fully lift but it it got it got lighter as the game went on and i know um we we uh, you had asked uh i believe it was Hunter Thompson and Evan Austin after the game about it and they said they could see the ball just fine so i mean and, and as we'll, we'll get into it, it looked like they had no trouble seeing the ball obviously but it, it seemed like i guess the conditions were better on the field but yeah it was sort of a Sort of unusual walking in and just like not being able to see the field right in front of you. Unforgettable. That was a good uh, yeah. <laughs> very, very good, John. I was going to use that as a headline. As we get some uh, foggy uh, static here on, on, on the line. <laughs> um, before we talk about this great Oakdale team, their championship, uh, and, and just their fantastic season, uh, Alexander, you uh, sort of had a uh, front page piece to sort of set the scene. And what was the scene down at? Uh, Marine Corps Memorial Stadium down at Navy uh, with, with two Frederick County teams meeting for the first time in a state football final. It was a very festive atmosphere outside the stadium and inside it, too. I mean, you know, you very frequently would see, you know, uh, uh, someone, people walking in, either, you know, one with an Oakdale shirt, one with a Langenor shirt, uh, or, you know, you talk to Oakdale parents who were like, oh, yeah, I went to Langenor, but now, like, we're in the Oakdale district, so my kid goes to Oakdale, or... Like I, you know, I go to one of these schools, but I, I know no, no kids on both teams or have like relatives on both teams or on both staffs or whatever. Um, so it's kind of a very, you know, fun communal atmosphere. Um, no joint tailgates, but, uh, you know, certainly, certainly, certainly a festive fun time. And, um, what was there trash talking going on? Uh, nothing really major. Um, you know, some, some friend, friendly banter back and forth, but not, nothing really, nothing really, you know, Nothing really negative because at the end of the day, everyone was just kind of happy, you know, that 
that it was, I guess, like the the biggest showcase Frederick County football arguably has ever had, um, at least at the state level. Yeah, I mean, the people have sort of a sense of the history of the moment. Oh yeah, no, all of them knew, all of them knew what, what kind of what it was, you know, what it was about. And again, especially with the fact that it's two schools who who like whose districts border each other, and uh, you know, at least for Oakdale's their biggest rival and Lingnor, you know, one of their two biggest rivals. So they they knew, um, they very much knew. <laughs> As for the game itself, a 42-35 uh, Oakdale win, uh, capping uh, their second unbeaten season, their first 14-0 season because they lost a game in 2018 when they won Class 2A because uh, a, a team uh, can- canceled on them, a scheduled opponent. So they only got 13 games in 2018, but but, but that team was dominant as well. But, but what can you say about this group? Uh, t- Ten straight games of uh, uh, 40 or more points. Uh, three of the best players in the state at, at their position, including arguably the two best uh, at, the, at the position in Dom Nichols at the end and Hunter Thompson at wide receiver. Um, just, just <laughs> you sort of run, run out of uh, nice things to say about how great this team is and um, and sort of how they'll be remembered in, in Frederick County football history. I mean, I mean, I know from the beginning of the season we we sort of circled them as like this feels like their year but they have a really tough schedule. Can they prove it? And they, they proved it. And then some, I mean, like you said, I don't know how much more to say with, you know, superlative wise, without just being like, they're just a fantastic fo- football team. You know, they, they just work well together. Everything was firing on all cylinders, especially the, especially the offense down the stretch. I mean, the, the way they were just putting up, putting up crazy, crazy numbers week in and week out. Um, you know, and and the de- you know the de- and the defense stood up when it had to and did did its job. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely one of the probably one of the you know strongest high school football teams I've ever seen in my very limited time doing this. But I'm I'm sure uh, I'm sure you 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 guys have more experience, and I, I figure this one this team probably ranks pretty highly. Uh, yeah, Lincoln I thought did well to keep it close. Uh, mm. but but the final score the game wasn't as close as the final score might indicate. I mean. Uh, Ligonor really couldn't stop uh, the Oakdale offense at all. I, I think they did twice, and once was on uh, a kneel down by Oakdale at the end of the game, if you even count that. So one stop for Ligonor in the entire game. They couldn't stop Hunter Thompson. Uh, an amazing 15 catches on 16 targets uh, for uh, 270 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Evan Austin accounted for uh, 460-something of their 501 total yards uh, to cap his amazing season. And we'll get into the numbers uh, in, in a minute. Uh, but uh, Ligonor just couldn't stop Oakdale. And, and again, they, 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 did, they did well to keep it close. I think the game was a 21-point game with uh, just over 11 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. And Ligonor, they they had an onside kick uh, to try to win the game because I thought their quarterback, um, Christian Petrozello, played a great game. Uh, He he put up some great numbers, too, and and kept them in it with some long touchdown passes. Ethan Arneson uh, did his normal thing uh, uh, with a couple of touchdowns, including including an amazing one where he he did a complete front flip, landed on his feet, and then finished the run on a 35-yard touchdown run, One one of the more amazing touchdown runs you'll see on any level. Uh, but 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 Oakdale just 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 would not be denied. Uh, they they were the team that lost this state final last season, and 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 they were a team on the mission all season, 
and and they, and they accomplished the job. Uh, John, you weren't at the game, but but mm-hmm. but you've seen this Oakdale team. Uh, you, you you know it well. Just just what struck you about Oakdale over the course of the season? Uh, well, a lot of what you covered, but when you mentioned that 270 receiving yards for Hunter Thompson, I'm racking my brain and. I mean, at least in Frederick County history, I can't remember anybody getting that many, even coming close to that many receiving at, yards in a state championship at, game. At, at the game, we were talking about the record. Sheldon Sheeler, uh, mm-hmm. our, our state fo- uh, football historian, was there. And I think he mentioned the state record was over 300 yards. Yeah, I think that was that was for any game. But I think for, for state championship yeah. game, he may – Hunter, I have to go back and double-check. He may have broken the single game, single okay. championship okay. game record. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I misunderstood. It. So right. so any yeah. any game the record's over three hundred. Right. Yes. But, but 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 the record for the state final uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, could very well uh, be in play. So I mean, that's amazing. And, and from reading your story, I mean, it sounds like a lot of those were like you know like he went up jump balls. You know, he went up there and basically like fought for these uh, balls. And... Yeah. Uh, Alexander described that he, uh, he Randy Moss uh, <laughs> won one of the touchdowns. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like where he was jumping over defenders. I mean, mm-hmm. again, he just looked like a guy that wasn't going to be denied mm-hmm. uh, 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 on on this night so right. um but evan austin uh just his numbers are amazing um passing wise for the season 200 or excuse me 2283 yards 28 touchdown passes and that was just what he did passing uh, rushing uh 1244 yards and 22 touchdowns so he accounted for uh, 50 touchdowns uh, uh, in, in a single season. And, and it's funny, you look at him, and I mean, I, I mean, you, when you talk about their big three at Dom Nichols, he's huge. Even Hunter Thompson, he's huge. You look at Evan, he's not a small guy, but he, he doesn't look like anything like imposing. He, but, he, he, he's tall and thin. Yes. So, But he just makes it happen. I mean, he's like, he's got these moves and he's athletic and... He, he's deceptively uh, regular looking, but he sure doesn't play regular. I, I I don't think I've ever seen a player not want not want to go down in a play <laughs> as much as him. Like like there were several times I remarked to you during during the game on Saturday where it looked like you know Lingnor was getting getting a little bit of pressure and he was going to go down and he just somehow found the narrowest of narrow lanes, slipped <laughs> out and either dumped off a pass or more likely you just take off and run and. Like he would just not let them get negative plays, which is you know mm-hmm. truly remarkable. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think he's Oakdale's all-time leading rusher as a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I believe yeah. I believe Kurt Stein said that after the game. So yeah. uh, j- j- just doing some uh, quick math here. So we're talking about uh, thirty-five hundred total yards and fifty touchdowns uh, from from one player uh, who, who who could run and pass. Uh, Thompson, uh, 1,451 yards receiving, uh, almost 80 catches, 21 touchdowns. Dom Nichols set school records for quarterback pressures, had over 20 sacks in the season. So, I mean, the the big three uh, who, who we pictured on our uh, football uh, uh, preview edition or to kick off our football preview in the preseason top five, I mean, they, they delivered – uh, not just in this game, but but uh, over over the course of the season, and, and truly uh, remarkable uh, performances. So, um, what, are, what what are your thoughts on uh, just Lignor? I mean, they 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 can't get off the the Schneid here. It seems in the state final, it's four losses in a row in that game. I mean, they're again their consistency is remarkable. Right. I mean, getting that, to that game, right? Uh, it's 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 crazy how good they are at getting there. But but recently they've hit a stumbling block uh, in, in in finishing the job because again uh, four four times in a row now they 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 haven't gotten the job done. But but still, 
Um, yeah, Ethan Arneson, one, one of the uh, best backs uh, to ever play in Frederick County. Um, the defense was good. Uh, the offense was efficient all season. I thought uh, Matt Hopman, uh, their senior receiver, had a great game. Uh, MJ Rollette, uh, who plays more snaps than anyone on the team, I, I thought he played pretty well. So really nothing to hang your head about for Ligonor, uh, mm-hmm. but but they just ran into a, a into a team of destiny. I, I mean, if you look at them, I think we'd all agree. I mean, they played up to their potential. They got the most out of what they could, what they had, and and. And wouldn't you guys agree? I mean, they they played as, as well. And as they, they did. You know, uh, and and yeah. the only team they beat them was was Oakdale by by seven points in each game. So right. by by a combined fourteen points, one one of the best uh, public schools teams in the state um, uh, got them by by a combined fourteen points in two matchups. In the first one, they were they were stopped twice on the one yard line. So mm-hmm. uh, if a couple of those plays go differently and they get that yard, uh, I mean, we, we, we could have a, a, a different story in the regular season game. So mm-hmm. um, it, it was just cool to be there. I just, the, the fog sort of lent, lent a weird element to it. Uh, but, but, the, but the first uh, all Frederick County State football final, and, and deservedly so, you, you, you had the two right teams there, the two best teams all season. And I, I, I just thought it was a memorable game for a lot of reasons, uh, both team performance and individual performance. Agreed, and it and it was it, it, like you said, it definitely lived up to the billing. You know, like we, there wasn't some you know wild crazy finish like you know, which I guess would have maybe maybe been the perf, perfect way to finish it. But you know, it was like like you said, two best teams there. You know, two two passionate schools and passionate passionate fan bases, and yeah, I mean, just 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 pretty much pretty much how we all could have dreamed it would have gone. All right, guys, so that uh, puts a bow on the fall sports season. Uh, winter sports are underway, and I just wanted to run through things real fast and, and pick out a couple of the teams to watch. Uh, boys basketball, it will obviously be Frederick High again. Um, most of the team is back from last year, and they, and they got a couple of transfers that are, uh, that are really going to help them. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure anyone in the county is on par uh, uh, <clears throat> with, with the cadets in boys basketball. Um, who are some of the other teams to watch? Do you think Alexander on the boys' side? Yeah, so l- like you said, there's there's definitely a, a noticeable gap afterwards uh, after Frederick, but I I think Walkersville, um, you know, maybe not quite as strong as last year, but Walkersville will probably still be pretty pretty solid. Um, I I, I think Urbana, um, or again solid, um. Trying to think, uh, who else? Who else has some uh, Middletown? Uh, I know Middletown had a uh, sort of a barn burner win over Tuscarora to open the season the other night. They uh they they have some pretty good shooters. I think that could uh, you know that 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 could really help them uh in in, in some of these games. I'd say uh, maybe Oakdale, but Oak- I mean a couple other key players are are, are playing football. For yeah, and well, and, and and I guess on that note, Dom Nichols uh is he's going to be enrolling early at uh, Michigan, right? Ah. So, so, so he's, he's not, not even going to play. He's not playing basketball. Uh, uh, I, I, I learned that last week. I I, I just assumed he was going to finish the year at Oakdale, but apparently he's uh, he told me he's leaving early, He's leaving at the end of December uh, for Michigan, so so he will not be playing basketball. I guess part of it is he wants to get a head start on the academics. Right. He's, he's, he's very good uh, uh, in, in school. He gets good grades. So just get a head start of, 
on, on college life. And, and also he doesn't want to risk injury blowing out a knee or, mm-hmm. or something, something that might jeopardize yeah. his uh, football career at Michigan. So he was not playing basketball, but I, I, I assume uh, Evan will be playing basketball. I didn't see him on the initial roster, though. I don't know if that was just because – you know he's he's been in the fo- football run, so if if he'll take him, because I remember last year, like he, you know, once football ended, he didn't play. You know, it took him a couple weeks to like actually get in a game and and and, and start getting back up to speed. So I don't know if that's the case or if, if he's also not playing. But at the All very right. least, he was not on the initial roster. Uh, is Middletown yeah. a team to watch? They they had a nice season opening win over uh, Tuscaloosa. Yeah, like I said, they they have a couple nice outside shooters, and I think um you know they can I think they're they're a team that that can probably hang around, and they'll probably they'll probably finish probably finish above five hundred, I guess. Um, you know, again, not 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 like maybe second best team in the in the in the county, but they'll sort of be in that sort of I guess you know second uh, you know above average kind of tier. Um, that like like with Walkersville and Urbana. Um, Oakdale, you know, like you said, um, Oakdale usually by the end of the year is always in the mix somehow. And I'd even say TJ mm-hmm. probably, um, uh, I have, I've actually, I know, I know the game just started, so there's not been much happening, but I've, I'm seeing my first boys, uh, basketball game tomorrow with Lingenor and Urbana. So that'll probably start to give me, give me a better idea of who's, who's, who's real and who's, uh, who's going to just sort of, you know, be there as well. John on the girls' side, uh, Lagenor will be one of the teams to beat, I assume. Yeah, I mean they return uh, most of their big weapons from last year. I mean a lot of those, those those girls were underclassmen, and they were our top team throughout the regular season, and then they they bowed out early. I mean Oakdale knocked them out of the playoffs, so they have uh, a lot of returners with I assume chip, chips on their shoulders. So I mean I would think they'd be the team to beat right now. And um, after that, I mean we uh, I, I thought Oakdale would be in that mix, but they got knocked off by Catoctin tonight. They've had some injury issues, Oakdale, but and Catoctin's another one. I mean, for a one A team, they returned most of their players back from a team that I think thought they could go fairly far last year, and they they didn't. And uh, so, but they 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 have another chance this year because most of those players are back. So. All right, uh, wrestling, uh, Ligonor, uh, state state dual champions last year. They're, they're back with a formidable team. Uh, can can a team like Urbana, Tuscarora, um, who Tuscarora had two uh, good uh, dual match wins on um, Wednesday of this week at Catoctin. Uh, they beat uh, the Cougars and they also beat Century. Uh, so Tuscarora's got an interesting uh, uh, team. Um and and who else uh, Oakdale who who else might jump in there on on the wrestling scene, uh, track I, I think the TJ boys with James Partlow who just uh, placed sixteenth uh, we 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 should note at uh, the Nike uh, cross country national meet in Portland Oregon uh, the cap his remarkable season what is Coach Larry O'Hara said maybe one of the finest uh, cross country seasons ever for a Maryland boy because. Maryland doesn't send a lot of runners to the to the Nike uh, national meet. So the fact that the James even qualified was an accomplishment in itself. The fact that he placed in the top twenty and earned All American status uh, made 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 the trip all the more memorable and worthwhile. And then you have the Urbana girls, uh, uh, track dynasty to contend with. Uh, the, the, their team is so big and so talented that, that, that they're very tough to stop. And uh, swimming and diving, I can't say I'm qualified enough to to really uh, uh, comment on it, Alexander. Uh, who uh, the teams to watch? Well, so the Urbana boys and girls swept over Oakdale last year on both sides. So I'd say those are probably once again going to be the two mm-hmm. teams to two teams to probably have the class. 
Yeah, but yeah, but I'll I'll say it again in the county. But then when states come around, most of our top swimmers don't go to states. So yeah, it's sort of a weird dynamic where you have almost like two separate uh, seasons. Uh, almost it uh, it feels like so. All right. Well, there'll be uh, plenty of time uh, uh, to dive into winter sports over the coming weeks. I do want to point out uh, that uh, uh, the big three, uh, who Kurt Stein, after the game, dubbed the Avengers uh, for avenging their loss in the state final, uh, Evan Austin, Dom Nichols, and Hunter Thompson, as well as Coach Stein, they'll be on the podcast to talk about their championship next week. So we'll uh, uh, give the Oakdale football team a final uh, tip of the cap. Uh, next week right here on the podcast uh but coming up next uh we welcome back to the program rob havenstein uh nfl veteran uh, starting right tackle for the rams uh they are in town to play the ravens on sunday and we'll ask him all about that next stay with us on the final score It's always great to have this guy on the program. I have known and covered Rob Havenstein since he was a sophomore at Ligonor High School. Now he is a nine-year NFL veteran and has been the starting right tackle for the LA Rams since he came into the league back in 2015. And on Sunday, Rob will be back closer to home as the Rams are in Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Rob, it's always great to have you on. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Greg. Appreciate it. I, I, I want I want to start there. You being a nine year NFL veteran, first of all, how do you look at that, and and do you feel like a nine year NFL veteran? Uh yes and no. I mean, uh, we were just talking today about uh you know, to kind of reminiscing with, with some of the guys who have been here uh, since St. Louis, and you know you you when you think back on some of the memories, it feels like yesterday, and then all of a you know all of a sudden you realize that nine years is a long time, and um so some days i do some days i don't some days you feel fresher than other others but that's just life in general man you know i'm just fortunate enough to you know still be doing still be doing this thing in the game i love and you know just you know just a really fortunate guy when when you look around the room how many guys were there back when you back when you came in the league uh in st louis yeah uh two players who's that myself included me and aaron you you and you and Aaron Donald, okay. No. If you and Aaron had a cup of coffee, have you talked about? Man, we're we're still doing this all all these years later. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know we've uh, you know just kind of you know as stories are passed around, you know it's kind of hey, you know you remember this, you remember that, and you know there's only a certain amount of guys, and there's a couple staff on board, especially in the uh, the training staff and some of the media uh, members who have uh, you know that were over there in St. Louis. So you know we're always kind of trading stories. So uh, you know just kind of good good reminiscing and you know trying to make the young guys feel younger uh, are you the old wise one in the locker room uh, rob or are guys huddling down and, and gathering around your locker uh, for for some words of wisdom no 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 i wouldn't say that at all you know i've um i've definitely been asking things um you know i do have you know one of the, i'm one of the more experienced guys but I've, you know i definitely wouldn't call myself wise by any means but it's, uh, <laughs> you know, some younger guys definitely have asked my opinion on stuff as i'm sure they asked you know tyler uh tyler higby staff ad on the defense side of the ball but uh you know it's uh it's good to you know get up and kind of you know chop it up with some of these young guys on on certain things and realize like hey you know yeah you know i'm definitely not 24 anymore <laughs> I, I think the average NFL career is like three and a half years or, or something very, very short like that. So I know you feel very blessed to be doing this uh, r- roughly a decade later. How How is the body holding up after nine NFL seasons? Yeah, body feels good. Um, you know, 
can't complain too uh, too much. You know, it's just, you know, it's still the game of football. So obviously things are going to hurt here and there and you're going to have little aches and pains, but you know, nothing a cold tub can't fix. And, uh, you know, kind of, you know, sticking to your routine of whatever it is for rest and recover and, uh, you know, but body's been, uh, been holding up good. But, but what have you learned over these last nine years? I mean, how, how are you training differently? How are you preparing differently? Yeah. Um, you know, we were, it's, it's funny. We were kind of talking about uh, that today and some of the, uh, some of the tape lines. Um, one of the, uh, one of the younger guys was kind of asking like, you know, what do you do for your body to Matthew? Uh, you know, as he's going into his what 14th year. Yeah. Crazy. Something like that. Um, or going into, you know, almost done with his 14th year, 13th. I can't remember the exact number. It's a lot of years. But, uh, you know, you know, Matthew kind of looks at him and he's like, hey, you know, what works for me doesn't work, you know, might not work for you. You know, but, you know, this is some of the stuff that I think of help just so he doesn't, you know, cut and paste whatever he's been doing. But, you know, he said the biggest thing was just sleep, you know, really lock his, you know, especially with, you know, a lot of the young guys, you know, you're up, you know, staying up on the Xbox till, you know, 11, 12 a.m. playing Call of Duty or, you know, Madden or 2k or anything like that and then you know as you get older and you know if you're you know fortunate enough and you know if you want to you know you start having some kids here and there and you know that you know as you put them put them to bed at like 8 30 you're pretty much ready to go go ahead and lay down and go to bed yourself so it's a uh you know it's definitely uh it's definitely more of an emphasis on sleep and then keeping your body moving on, especially some of the off days, you know, getting good stretches and good massages, um, really not just kind of staying stagnant. So, that, you know, so the lactic acid could build up, you know, kind of, kind of go ahead and stay and move it. And, you know, definitely my, uh, my three young ones, you know, definitely keep me moving. So it's, it's, it's definitely been a blessing. And that, that's probably harder than practice on, on some days coming home and, and, and dealing, dealing with the three kids. So nah, that's the fun stuff. That's the fun stuff. <laughs> I don't know if it's light in the room, Rob, but do I see some gray on your on your uh, temples there? Or uh, oh yeah, no, it, I was I was I was looking this morning. I no, I, I saw one poking out the beer. I said, uh oh, it's uh it's time. Yeah, no, I've been I've been gray for for quite a while now, especially bad, wool on top. But uh, you know, I'm definitely I definitely still have hair, so that's that's good. I do for a while. I do not. Do you get teased about that? Uh, ha having gray hair. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, shows experience shows, uh, you know, shows what you, you know, you know what you're doing, but you know, you can still do it just with a little, uh, you know, just a little touch of gray, you know, a lot of guys pay good money for this look. So it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a blessing to have. Yeah. I was going to say, you haven't, you haven't resorted to the just for men, uh, uh yet oh, or I, anything like that. <laughs> wear, wear it with pride. <laughs> Does it take longer to recover? Do you have to prepare differently as a nine year vet compared to when you were, uh, uh, 22 year old yeah, rookie? Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, I was kind of saying the other day, like, Hey, you know, you know, the body's not 26 anymore. So it's, uh, you know, you're not just gonna, have something be kind of bugging you go to sleep and you know you wake up and it's fine um it's kind of one of those things where you have to you know kind of be be intentional about your recovery be intentional about how you go about your you know your days off you're off uh well your you know monday which is not a day off but how you lift on monday you know i've, I've always done a um a you know op, you know a optional workout with you know one of my trainers out here ryan Sorensen on Tuesday, just to kind of get up, get the body moving, get a sauna, get a real cold tub in a couple rounds of that, and then go ahead and get the body, you know, body going, stretch it out and get a good upper lift, let the legs recover. So it's just kind of been my flow for a while. And, 
you know, like you said, it's it's definitely tweaked uh, for, throughout the years. But, you know, I feel like I got a pretty good, pretty good little program now. And then, you know, working with our training staff and, you know, Reggie Scott and those guys with our uh, our medical staff, you know, we've, we've got a pretty good little program going. I know you always intended to take this career as long as you possibly could, but if I but if I told you nine years when when you first started down this path, I mean, have you hit the over on the length of your career? Uh, I mean, if you were to tell me when I was you know coming out of college that I was going to play nine years, I would have been you know absolutely over the moon about it. You know, I was always a uh, kind of one foot in front of the one foot in front of the next you know type of guy. There was never really a set goal. Of like, hey, I'm getting to seven years and that's it, or you know, seven years and you know, I made it. Like, you know, I'm still out there, you know, trying to trying to prove myself. And I think that you know, the day that you stop is you know the day you know you end up not having a job. So, I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of good uh, good leaders before me, kind of show me the way, teach me the way. I kind of have a you know how to maintain a career. And again, not trying to shove you out the door or anything, but have you thought about life after football a, a little more these days? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely come up. You know, my my oldest daughter's five now, so we're uh, you know we're talking about you know preschool and you know houses and homes and school districts and you know I'm splitting time you know between LA and Wisconsin, so it's like uh, you know how do we handle school? How do we handle this? What you know definitely what is life after? Um, not planning on going anywhere anytime soon, but you know it's you know it's a you know it's a foolish man just to go ahead and you know not think about you know what's next at all um but you know that's uh that's right now that's that's in the works and you know personally it's between uh between me and my wife megan so we'll uh we'll get this thing going here you know in due time yeah i mean it seems like you and aaron and matt i mean you guys could keep playing forever and ever i mean it doesn't seem like you guys have much of a a shelf life (laughs) yeah yeah i mean everyone's Everyone's a little different. Matthew's obviously played a whole bunch more years than me, and Aaron's obviously a year older than me. So, you know, I'm always going to be trying to chase those guys. Yeah. Does the Super Bowl win, does that feel like forever ago, Rob? Uh, Kind of the same thing when you ask, you know, do you still, you know, do you feel like a nine-year veteran? I'd say yes and no. Um, You know, some days, some days it feels like it was just last year. Some days it feels like it was just yesterday. You know, especially going down to play Baltimore, you know, I've gotten a couple questions about Odell. And then, you know, it kind of, it kind of brings back those memories of, you know, Odell. Odell being on the team and what an what an awesome guy he was and you know let alone you know player but just an absolute you know gem you know gem of a guy and you know kind of the you know the journey we took you know during the during the Super Bowl run so you know feels like yesterday you know feels like I guess what was it two years ago so yeah I mean it's been tough sledding in those two years too I know you guys were disappointed with your record last year. Uh, this year a slow start, but here you are uh, with, with three straight wins. You're six and six, and in the thick of the playoff chase. Just how would you describe the last two seasons when things haven't really gone your way all the time? I mean, I mean that you know, Greg. That's just the NFL. You know, it's a uh, you know the margin for error is so small here in the NFL, and it's like you know you're no matter how much you lose by, like you could be real like any one play can change this, you know, the swing of a game, you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to make the plays and, you know, it's kind of the teams that learn to make those plays, whether it's in the first, second, third or fourth quarter, you know, you go ahead and make the play that swing, you know, swings the game in your direction, takes it out of hand, puts you on the comeback to where, you know, you have a fighting shot in the fourth. So it's just a, uh, you know, especially with, you know, with a young team, especially this year, you know, it's like, I feel like we, you know, we're taking steps in the right direction about kind of how, you know, learning how to win and what it takes to win in the NFL.
How, how do you feel you're a better player now, Rob, than you were when you came into the league? Um, you know, it's a, um, I would say anything, you know, good I've done over the years, I've definitely, you know, stole from, from guys, you know, ahead of me. Um, you know, I took a lot from, you know, Andrew Whitworth, who I was with for, for a lot of years. And, you know, I've taken a lot of, you know, his playing style as, as, as much as I could in reality, you know, you know, what's a, uh, you know, a hall, a hall of fame guy. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to emulate, you know, that level of play, but from what I could take, it was, you know, taking stuff from him. It was taking stuff from, you know, John Sullivan, even though he played it, you know, a different position, but, you know, guys who have kind of proven themselves in the league and kind of seeing how that fits into my game and, you know, kind of taking bits and pieces from other really good players throughout the league, you know, especially guys that I have, you know, the, you know, fortunate enough to talk to and, you know, kind of, you know, bounce ideas off of and like, you know, asking what he, how he thinks about things, how he goes about blocks, where he thinks about his body alignment and just kind of like the little, the little details of off offensive line play. And then, you know, try to work that into my game. So it's a, um, you know, it's definitely been a collection of, uh, you know, of better players than, than I. Not that you're trying to be Andrew Whitworth, but have you sort of taken over that role with the line and in, in the locker room to some extent? No. And this was a question I, you know, I kind of had a hard time last year answering. Cause it was like, Oh, you know, I, I want to say yes. But then you actually think about it. It's like, no, the answer is no, because you, you just can't replace a guy like that. You know, you can't replace, a, you know, a pre his presence, his play style, leadership, you know, wisdom, what, you know, whatever it is, you know, he was gray and bald. So, you know, he had, the, uh, <laughs> he had, he had, he had wisdom coming everywhere, but it was, um, uh, you know, I was, my intention was never to replace him or to become him. Um, if I could play like him, that would be great. But, you know, he's, he is his, you know, his own person. He, you know, he's, like I said, a hall of fame guy. It was, you know, it's, it's, it's always been my, my, you know, my details to go ahead and be, you know, be myself, lead how, lead how, how I am, who, you know, who, who am I and, and all that stuff. So, you know, that's definitely a, um, it's definitely been a change over the last couple of years. I mean, again, this is a little unfair because you are you, but Andrew was in his forties when he retired. Can you see yourself yep. playing uh, football at, at age 40 and above? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. We'll see. That's, uh, <laughs> so I'm what, 31 now. So not, you know, Nine, nine more, more and an 18 year vet in the NFL, Rob. What, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds long. Um, <laughs> you, know, you gotta be special to that. So, you know, if, if that comes to pass, you're gonna have to talk to my wife about that. So yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have, we'll have her on the podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly. uh it, it, I, I can already tell, I can already tell you her answer. <laughs> we'll, we'll, wheel we'll wheel you into the room uh, to, to answer a couple of questions uh, next yeah, exactly, time, Rob. Exactly. Um, what do you think? What do you think of these young guys? I mean, a couple have really stood out in uh, uh, Kyron Williams. Uh, Puka Nakua is probably the NFL uh, Rookie of the Year so far. Just, just what do you think of the young guys and the new blood uh, in the locker room? Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know, I think all those young guys bring a lot of personality to the team, and you know, you know, and it's it's genuine, you know, to boot and everything like that. But you know, Puka's definitely him. He's definitely brought a lot of juice, a lot of energy. Made a whole bunch of big plays. A lot of young guys. Byron Young's been rushing like a madman lately. You know, um, you know what Kyron brings to this offense and how he runs and how good of a running back you know he is. And you know he gets better every day. You know the more examples he sees, you know it's just awesome to see. But you know, kind of like I was alluding to earlier, like we have a, we have the right people in the room to 
you know, young guys can make young mistakes because they're going to learn from them. And I think that's a, uh, you know, that's a special thing that, you know, that we have with a bunch of young guys because they do want to get better. They do want to become, you know, better football players and just be, you know, be, you know, be an overall better, better NFL team. Do you have a different blocking style for each back? I mean, do you block differently for Kyron than you would another running back? No, because you're still, you know, there's a, there's a certain technique that you're trying to hit on, you know, on different, um, different schemes. I'd say it's uh, the blocking style would change based on who you're playing on defense, you know, and that's something that, uh, you know, we do a really good job with, you know, having great communication between the backs and the tight ends and us about how we want to hit blocks this week, depending on the defense that we're playing and the style of uh, style of defense that we're playing. Now, now part of your struggles over the last few years have been injury related. I mean, uh, Cooper had, had, had the, the horrible injury uh, last year. Uh, he's, he's back this year, but, but he doesn't seem like quite the Cooper MVP yet. I mean, it's, he's getting there. And then Matt Stafford has missed some time too. So, I mean, it, 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 that, that's, I'm, I'm guessing you'll say that's, that's part of football too, dealing with the injuries and it's next man up and you, and you, and you got to do what you got to do. But, but just uh, how, how tough has it been with guys in and out of the lineup? Yeah, you know, I'm not going to touch too much on injuries, um, but it's, uh, you know, it's the NFL, it's a physical game, things happen, you know, not to, uh, you know, quote you about what you just said but at the end of the day it's still got to be next man up it's still the nfl um and so you're uh you know i I think the teams that you know go the furthest you know are are the deepest teams when you know whenever you know an injury does inevitably happen it's next man and you don't drop off and then you know you can go ahead and keep this thing rolling all right matt stafford's an old man uh like you are what what do you admire about uh matt and uh what what he brings to your team yeah, Matthew is a, uh, you know, first off, he's an unbelievable competitor and leader. Um, the way he go, like, the way he just wants to compete is just awesome. And, the, you know, he, the way he, he gets fired up and he's, you know, he, it's hard to beat him and Cooper in here to the uh, facility every morning. I'm not sure what time they get in, maybe five o'clock, maybe 530, maybe it's 8 p.m., you know, the, the night before and they just stay here all night. But it's, um you know, just the dedication of, of his craft and I can't, you know, I'm little ashamed i don't know how many years it is right now i'm kind of blanking on it but we'll say you you know you're 14 but it's um you know the guy the guy just wants to go out there and play ball and win and you know and and do it with his teammates and you know he's a great guy he's got a great family and it's a uh you know just an honor to you know having you know been a little part of his uh you know his chapters all right, you're, you're, you're coming home uh, sort of this week. Uh, you're in Baltimore. You've done a few of these in, in Washington and Baltimore. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's always special to you. Um, it just, just what does it mean to, to, to play in the shadow of your backyard? Yeah, you know, it's always it's it's always a good, fun time coming back. You know, a lot of people coming to the game. Um, you know, definitely see a lot of, uh, you know, faces I haven't seen, you know, seen in a while. Get, get a bunch of different texts I haven't, you know, maybe connected with in a while. Um, you know, throughout everyone's kind of busy lifestyles, but it's a, uh, you know, it's awesome to get back to Baltimore. You know, I was always, uh, you know, really, uh, really proud of, of where I grew up, you know, where I came from and, you know, to be a, to be a Maryland kid. And, you know, it's always something I, I, uh, you know, I hold near and dear to my heart. How, how much time, I know it's a business trip. How much time will you get to see friends and family? Yeah. You know, I mean, Kind of like you said, and uh, you know, how do I, you know, keep the, uh, you know, the body feeling good in year nine? It's, it's all about kind of keeping the same, uh, the same schedule. So, I think I'm gonna see uh, just some, uh, just some immediate family on on Saturday for a little bit, and then they'll, they'll come to the hotel or, um... yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Just immediate family and just kind of, you know, they'll say hi, you know, say hi to my, uh, my nephew and my niece and, uh, you know, then, you know, get back to, uh, you know, doing, doing what we're doing while, and while we're there. Yeah. How much do you, uh, how much of a chance do you get to come back to Frederick? And I, and I usually try and come back at least once a year. Yeah. You know, I don't get back as, as, as much as I want. Um, you know, like I said, I got three kids now and it's definitely hard, you know, definitely a long flight to go ahead and, you know, stick them on a plane from from LA to Maryland, but it's, um, and, and how, how old are your kids now? Uh, five, three and eight months. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Yep. So it's fun time, but it's, um, you know, it gets busy, uh, in, in season, off season, school, sports, all that stuff. So, you know, as the kid, as kids get a little older, but, um, you know, any chance I, you know, I, I can to go ahead and get back and, and, you know, and see some friends, you know, I definitely do take it. Uh, the Ravens are playing well. Uh, they're, they're nine and three, uh, their, their defense as always is formidable. Well, what do you see with the Ravens? Yeah, no, if they're, uh, you know, like you said, they're nine and three for a reason. I think their defense is probably, you know, you know, the best we've seen this year that plays, you know, that plays as a team and, you know, with, you know, with great players on, you know, on the edge of that. And, you know, and I, I think it shows in the record. And then, you know, when you flip the tape on, it definitely, you know, solidifies that, you know, that, that thing. And so it's, uh, you know, guys are, guys are playing well in their scheme. They're playing hard. They're flying around hitting. It's definitely going to be a great task for us. I know it's a challenge, but is playing on the road, is that still a big deal? Or have you done the silent count long enough and you, you know the drill that it's really not that big a deal anymore? Um, I mean, I know the drill, um, but it's still – it still can be, you know, challenging at times. Um, you know, as you're walking the line, you you know, you're asking what the hell the quarterback just said or something like that. But it's, um, you know, I've been I've been through enough silent count uh, throughout the years where it's, you know, got a pretty good understanding of of what's going on. But it's, uh, you know, it's still it's still an awesome environment to go ahead and you know go in there. Do Do you like playing on the road? Yeah, you know, on the road is fun. You know, it's it it really is just the guys you bring on the plane. Uh, you know, versus a, versus a whole stadium, and you know, when you go to a uh, stadium like at you know M&T Bank, where it's like, you know, it's it's all it's it's grass now, right? Or is it, no, it's grass. It's I, I I think they moved it back to grass. Yes, I could be yeah. wrong on that though. Pretty sure it's grass. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, we'll, you know, we'll, it's we'll, we'll say we'll say it's grass, and we'll fi- we'll sure. figure we'll figure it out later. So it's grass, it's an open stadium, you know, especially, you know, as it starts to get darker, you know, you know, sun's coming down, lights come on. It's, you know, an open NFL stadium feels, feels exactly how Sunday should feel. So it's a, uh, you know, it's an awesome environment to, you know, to obviously get back to and, you know, had a lot of, you know, good, you know, had, had a great memory uh, from there from high school. So it's definitely a, uh, you know, cool thing to go ahead and get back to. Oh, I would imagine road games sort of bring the team closer together. Cause I mean, sure. it, it, it's sort of a, it's us mentality and, and, and no one else is going to go, go, going to help you out uh, in the particular game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Rob, you've always been a very generous and giving guy. And, and if anyone watched uh, the game last week against the Browns, uh, they, they noticed you were wearing uh, some cleats, some different cleats. Uh, uh, tell us about some of the charity work you were doing. Uh, the cleats were for uh, the warrior rising uh, nonprofit. Um, so just tell us about uh, that opportunity and how it came about for you and just what it meant to you to be able to do that. Yeah. So War- warrior rising is a, uh, it's a, uh, it's an organization that kind of boasts veteran, veteran run, uh, businesses. So veterans who, you know, who come back to civilian life, you know, they get to kind of, 
they have another uh, platform to go ahead and showcase their talents and of like their business ideas and and kind of what they've created and and what they can bring to the civilian market because you know that transition can be you know unbelievably hard not you know i wouldn't know about it but i've uh you know i haven't been to you know a couple warrior rising events in the past you know just hearing the stories and and you know you know the personal struggles and sacrifices that our veterans have made like it's just uh you know it's just an awesome organization that you know first off you know get to know these these amazing people and kind of and you know honestly like a lot of really good ideas a lot of creativity and so it's something that was like wow i would never think about that and then they tell you kind of what they did in the uh you know in the forces and it's like wow that's the coolest thing i've ever heard in my entire life so it's uh you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a really cool thing. And how I kind of got started with that is there was, uh, and one of our old players, Austin Blythe, he, uh, played for, uh, University of Iowa, uh, played ah, big, big 10 rival. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. Good friend. Um, he knows I never lost Iowa. So <laughs> not too much of Rob really, but it's, uh, Austin, Austin kind of has this, uh, this, uh, hunting, um, like uh i guess outdoors is it like outdoors or um... yeah yeah it's he he's got a hunting club down in uh down in iowa so it's uh it's it's kind of bringing together uh nfl players and 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 veterans through uh through warrior rising you know kind of getting us together and then we do a whole big uh you know fundraiser at the end and kind of dressing up and now uh silent auction and it's a uh it's an awesome event and it's you know it's one of you know i think i wasn't able to go last year you know with the with the birth of my third child, but it was a, uh, you know, one I'm really looking forward to getting back to. Uh, and tell us about the cleats. First of all, what is your shoe size? I mean, how do they find a shoe uh, big, big enough for you, Rob? Uh, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just wearing a size 15, so it's nothing too okay. crazy. Right. It's just, it's just one of my, uh, my normal cleats through Nike. Um, they send them out to, uh, to Joe Everson, who, um, you know, he's a, uh, he's, uh, an awesome artist. He, he sings while he paints. Um, and he does it upside down and flips it over. It's a, it's, it's an awesome show. He's, you know, he's, he, he's done it at the, um, I, I think at the halftime of a Georgia game, I want to say one time, you know, don't, don't quote me on that, but he does an amazing job. He's an amazing artist. So I was lucky enough to, uh, to, uh, to have him, you know, do the artwork and he's done it for the last couple of years and, you know, he's done an awesome job. So it's, uh, you know, it's definitely a cool thing to go ahead and represent the, uh, you know, warrior rising with, you know, with him, with him as an artist. So what was the design on your cleats? um it was uh well i can post this to my instagram it was a cool video but i was kind of kind of butchering it too much it was a big w on the uh tail with kind of like a you know like a military green color i'm gonna butcher the, it the, 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 it, the, the w is uh wisconsin or no uh warrior oh, rising, warrior rising. Uh, gotcha um and what what is your instagram where people could maybe could maybe find this Oh, uh, at Rob Havenstein 79, I want to say. Gotcha. Okay. At Rob Havenstein 79. Uh, check it out on uh, Instagram. So are you aware that your Lancers were uh, playing for a state title uh, last weekend, Rob? I was. Yeah, I was. They didn't get the job done, though. They, they, yep. they, 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 they could have used you at, uh, out at left tackle still. I, I think all my uh, all my eligibility was used uh, <laughs> but, you know, just, for, uh, just for Coach Connor to go ahead and, you know, have another run at it 15 15 appearances in a state final that, 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 that's, I mean, uh, yeah about the best the best coach in maryland talking about you know went you know possibly the best coach in you know our high school coach in the nation you know his name's got to be in there uh the next time you get a chance to come home will you take part in one of the summer workouts again uh if it uh if it's within that time absolutely but you know it's, it's 
it was it was definitely a little bit more humid than than what I was uh, <laughs> when I was in Wisconsin, but it was it was definitely still a lot of good work. Did you have to run a mile? Because again, we always talk about this, but your mile is legendary at Ligonor for being yeah, the bigger no, guy uh, you are. The the, the, the seven thirty mile for uh yeah. for a six foot seven, three hundred plus pound lineman. Yeah, luckily there was no Monday mile. It was just a, <laughs> just a bunch of uh, sprint work, but those uh those, those kids got after me pretty good. I thought I was going to put up a better fight, but you know you can tell how much work they put in, and there was no surprise that they made it to the state championship. Right. Well, hey, Rob, uh, thanks again uh, so much for doing this. Uh, w- w- wish you all the best going forward. Look forward to catching up again sometime soon. And uh, you know I'm a Browns fan, so you and your boys uh, broke my yeah. heart uh, Broke my heart on Sunday. So. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But. <laughs> best of luck against the Ravens. Uh, that's Rob Havenstein, Ligonor High graduate, uh, left, uh, left tackle, right tackle uh, for, for the L.A. Rams, uh, all-around awesome guy, all-American. Rob, thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. All right. Uh, thanks to Rob uh, for doing that. It's, it's always great having him on. Look forward to watching him play uh, the Ravens on Sunday. And that will do it for us this week here on The Final Score. Thanks, as always, to producer Graham Collin and to my colleagues here, Alexander Dacey and John Cannon. Holidays are coming up. Uh, winter sports are underway. We look forward to talking about it more uh, each week here on the podcast. Uh, but until next week, uh, have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you next time here on The Final Score.